On today's episode, I wanted to share with you one of my new videos inside my group program. I've been extremely busy revamping my programs because I've grown a lot over the past three years and I needed an update. So I thought it would be helpful to you to listen in on this video. My group program will be reopening soon, so keep an eye out for that. In the meantime, if you're ready to get started working together and want personalized attention on your weight loss journey, head over to nicolesimonen.com call and request a call with me. All right, enjoy this episode. What is this mind stuff Nicole keeps talking about? <laughs> In this video, we are going to define mindset and how this is either hurting you or helping you towards your goals. So what is mindset? Most people equate this to just think positive thoughts or say affirmations to convince yourself of something. The definition that I looked up, it says the established attitudes held by someone, which I feel like that's a pretty accurate definition. Though with coaching, it's really going further and understanding the established attitude and what believing those attitudes are getting you in your life. So if you have a mindset that you're a good human being, chances are you're not going to be going and killing anyone any day soon, right? Because that goes against your beliefs. So here are some more definitions to kind of clarify this even more. When you were born, you have, shall we say, programmed beliefs. These come from your primitive brain or your subconscious mind, and more on that in a minute. Then as you grow up, whoever you were around influenced some patterns in you. If you grew up in a religious family, you may believe that you have to go to church every Sunday. You might have been taught who were the people to trust and who were the people not to trust. Your entire mindset is built on thoughts you think. When you think a thought over and over again and believe it, it becomes a belief. Some teachers think that you have a thought and then you have a feeling about the thought. And I believe that to be true, but your body can also have a feeling or an emotion first, and then you can have a thought about that feeling. So I feel like they're interchangeable. Have you ever had the hair back uh, on the back of your neck stand up and then had the thought like this place is not safe? There are studies that say your body holds on to emotions way after the thought has left you. Most of the time this shows up in trauma responses. We as society are generally taught that external situations tell us what to think and how to act, even how to feel sometimes. But this is all backwards. Our world, yours and mine, are created internally inside our minds. We are constantly getting feedback on what we're thinking based on what our outcomes are. Our external life will tell us what is going on in your brain. So whatever's going around you will tell you what you're thinking about. So for instance, if you are overweight, nothing outside of you did that. You did that. You have a series of thoughts and feelings that you have either been taught and you've adopted as your own, or it is a primitive response. So how can this be true? If you were a young girl just about to go through your growth phase and you were grabbing for a cookie in a cookie jar and your mom, dad, or somebody nearby commented saying, you better not eat that or you'll get fat. You, that child in that moment 
was taught that you shouldn't eat cookies because you're going to gain weight. And if gaining weight in your family meant that you were not as lovable or you were grotesque or lazy or fill in the blank with all the many different shaming and damaging sentences that have been passed down from generation to generation, you adopted the belief based off shame that eating cookies and getting heavier was the last thing you wanted to do. Your primitive response is to eat the cookies because they're yummy and they hit those pleasure centers in your brain. So you butt up against two conflicting thoughts. Your primitive thought, I want the cookies, and your belief thought, cookies make me fat, therefore I will never be lovable because I'm heavy. Now again, this is an oversimplified example, but let me explain more about our brains. So we're gonna talk about the two parts of the brain in reference to losing weight. So we have the primitive brain, which is down here, and your sophisticated brain, which is up here. Your primitive brain or your subconscious brain is running on default. This is your pre-programmed files. The primitive brain's job is just to keep you safe. This is still needed in modern day because it operates the blood circulating through your body. It makes your heart beat without you thinking about it and does a million other tasks that just kind of run in the background as we go throughout our day. This part of the brain will also prevent you from playing real life Frogger on the freeway and make you question a few million times if you really want to go skydiving as you look down at the earth from 15,000 feet up. What the primitive brain will also do is keep telling you to stay in the cave. Sounds something like this. Sitting and reading a book instead of working out is a great idea. Eating the whole bag of chips is exactly what we should do because it tastes so good. The primitive brain's job is to avoid pain and seek pleasure. This is to keep you safe. Don't touch the hot stove, right? And to seek instant gratification. Have sex because this is how we are going to populate the world, aka keep the species alive. Or eat the whole entire pizza because we may go into a famine or starve to death. The primitive brain is typically very dramatic sounding. It is either live or die. Your sophisticated brain, this is what I like to call it, is your prefrontal cortex. This part doesn't get fully developed until our late teens, which makes a lot of sense when you see what some teenagers are doing with their primitive brains running amok without the sophisticated brain being activated. This part of your brain, the sophisticated brain, is where we make all our future plans and our dreams. I like to think of it, this version as Audrey Hepburn, very sophisticated, demure, and elegant, and classy. Typically, the sophisticated brain will speak to you softly or give you little nudges. I went through most of my adult life driving my bus, living my life on default. And you are probably doing the same thing too. It wasn't until I was 38 years old and was reading You Are a Badass by Jen Sentiro, which by the way, I highly recommend you read. And as a side note, kind of disclaimer, <laughs> there are tons of curse words in that book, but I still recommend that you read it. If you can't take the swear words, get someone to cross out the curse words before you read it, like put it in that permanent marker. I got a lot out of that book and I still reference it and reread it all the time. 
But the biggest takeaway I got from that was I get to think whatever I want to think. I was like, what? I get to think what I want. I don't have to follow what other people tell me. That was mind blowing for me. That was when I took the wheel of my bus, got my driver's permit to start managing my own mind. Always remember this. Your primitive brain will always try to drive your bus. It will want to make all the decisions. Its only map is seeking pleasure and avoiding pain. Knowing this is super helpful. So when you ask yourself why you just couldn't help yourself polishing off the entire gallon of Haagen-Dazs ice cream because you were upset, you can thank your primitive brain for taking the wheel in that moment. Now, just because the primitive brain likes to drive the bus does not mean that you have to allow it to drive. This is where sophisticated brain steps in and politely tells primitive brain to go sit in the back of the bus and to buckle up because you have big plans. So your sophisticated brain, your prefrontal cortex can be the leader, but just know primitive brain will not go quietly and sit in the back of the bus. It will scream, it will yell, it will throw a temper tantrum. You have to learn how to talk to your primitive brain and let it know that it is safe and that you are a great driver and you know what you're doing. So how do we do this? How do we tell the primitive brain that holds all these thoughts and beliefs that you've replayed over and over and over all through your life that you do not need it in charge right now? It's kind of like telling an overbearing mom to take a seat in the back and be quiet, probably not going to go over very well because mother thinks she knows what's best. Same with the primitive brain. So we do this by rewiring your mindset. We take a look at all those default files and programs that either came with your system or were taught to you by others or by your environment. You may not even realize you are running these files. Sometimes they are like a background hum. As you're watching this video and listening to this, are you aware of all the systems running on your computer or your phone? Probably not all of them. I like to equate your default files, programs, or patterns like this. We all have certain smells in our houses. My house has a smell. Your house has a smell. If you came to my house, you would smell my house smell, whereas I do not smell it because I live here. I smell it every day. It has become unrecognizable to me. Now, if I go to your house, your house will have a certain smell that I will be able to smell, but you can't smell it. This is exactly how I approach coaching you. You don't smell your smell just like you don't see the default patterns you're running on. My job as your coach is to point out the thought patterns you are following, and then you decide if that thought pattern is serving you. And by serving you, I mean, is it getting you the outcome that you want? So if you want to lose weight, the outcome you want, and you have a default pattern that you can't eat cookies and that if you are overweight, which you are wanting to lose weight if you are in this program, and that overweight people are not lovable, are grotesque, whatever, fill in the blank, you are operating on a pattern that will never allow you to lose weight. 
This could be many different thought patterns. There's never just one. All these different thought patterns that you are running on, and that is where getting coached is going to give you the awareness you need in what is actually going on and what default thought programs are driving your bus. To create the body you want, you will need to recognize these default patterns and learn why you are following them and how to course correct so you can lose weight for the last time. Plus, you get a bonus because the lessons you are learning for losing weight can be applied in many areas in your life. So I hope you have an understanding of the primitive brain and the sophisticated brain and the default programs that you're running on. Because as we dive deeper into this program, you are going to learn a lot about how you are operating.